When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a PHNX Suns fast take. I'm Espo, and these are something new we're going to try. Short takes about your Phoenix Suns here on the audio-only feed. And today, I want to talk to you about DeAndre Ayton. That's right, the number one pick from a few years ago. The greatest debate in Suns history as to was he the right pick, was he the wrong pick. You can check the tape or whatever, the MP3 as it is now, and hear over the years that I've been a staunch defender of DeAndre Ayton, that it was the right pick and that even though he may not be Luka Doncic, this is a lot like 1984 where Hakeem went before Jordan, but as long as you weren't the team that took Sam Bowie, you were all right. Well, I used to say DA is all right. Luca is good. But as long as you didn't take Marvin Bagley, that you're all right. I'm starting to rethink that take. And it's simple for this reason and this reason alone. Chris Paul is aging and somebody needs to play Robin to Devin Booker's Batman. Everybody thought it would be DeAndre Ayton, and that's why you drafted him, to give some kind of combo with Devin Booker that could be elite for years to come. Many felt that you couldn't do it with Luka. That's a debate for another day. But a lot of people thought, including DeAndre Ayton, that this could be Shaq Kobe 2.0. And instead, we got the guy that's trying to do his best to be like Kobe Bryant, And we've got a center that's starting to look a hell of a lot like a lot of the other big men we've had in Phoenix over the years. Now, I don't care about scoring. You know, a lot of factors go into how a big man scores. And with Chris Paul injured, I understand that it may be a little bit more difficult, that things may change a little bit. The Suns are also experimenting with different ball handlers taking up the court. All that can impact DeAndre Ayton's scoring, and that's fine. Would I like him to average more than 14.5 points a game? Yes. I mean, especially since he's done a lot more with his career averages before this year. But where I have a biggest problem is the fact that he's not rebounding well. That's problematic because rebounding is heart and hustle. It's effort. It's basketball IQ. That's what makes you a great rebounder. Charles Barkley, who was all of six foot four, and believe me, I've stood next to the man. He is not six six. He's six four max, was one of the best rebounders in the game in the 90s because he outworked guys. He was smarter. He got in the right position. He put the body on the guy that he needed to. 
DeAndre Ayton has not shown the capability to do that, and it's gotten even worse this season. And advanced stats from cleaning the glass, he's offensive rebounding. He's in the 56th percentile of uh, of big men in the or of players in the league. Excuse me, and, uh, in terms of offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding, he's in the 70th percentile. Not great, Bob. To put it in perspective, other guys that are in the same range as him in terms of pay in Demontis Sabonis have a slightly higher offensive rebounding uh, percentile of 57, but a much better defensive rebounding uh, percentile as he's 95th in percentile in the league. And then you look at Joel Embiid, he's actually lower surprisingly on the offensive rebounding percentile, but he's much, much higher than DA in the 88th percentile for defensive rebounds. The Suns need DeAndre Ayton to clean the glass as if his job was to wash windows. He needs to be the guy that steps up and turns rebounding into a problem for this team and makes it an advantage. And if he doesn't do that, this team is going to continue to struggle. Over the weekend, DeMontis Sabonis had a game where he had 26 points, 22 rebounds, and 8 assists. This is a guy that the Suns considered trading D.A. for last trade deadline, and they decided not to. Well, it's time that you need D.A. to step up. Joel Embiid, a guy that D.A. likes to use as a measuring stick at times, had a game this weekend where he had 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, and 7 blocks. The Suns need more out of DeAndre Ayton. Do you need more proof? Miles Turner, who supposedly was what the Indiana Pacers were offering in a sign-in trade for DeAndre Ayton this offseason, is averaging 17.9 points, 8.7 rebounds, and 3.1 blocks a game. 3.1 blocks. That You know what DeAndre Ayton's averaging? 0.6. This is problematic. Oh, and... Miles Turner is in the 80th percentile of defensive rebounding. The Suns need DA to step up on the glass. That is going to be the biggest factor in how far they're able to go is if he can help out in both those ways. This is a man who tattooed himself with the phrase dominating. We'll prove it because the ink's there forever, but your basketball career isn't. And you have a short time to prove you can be the guy that you are in your head out there on the court. And the Suns need it as fast as possible. I'm Espo, and this has been a PHNX Suns Fast Take.